Hello, my conspiracy nuts. And you know who you are. This is Byron Dice once again, and you're listening to Let's Get to the Bottom of That Podcast. It's probably the best show on the internet. Where each week we cover a topic that's been left out in the public square unattended and covered with questions from the official story. Today is episode 41, The Loch Ness Monster. So my critical free thinkers, get your tinfoil hats back on, sit back and relax, and let's get to the bottom of that. This man enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for let's get to the bottom of that, three weirdos on a mic. Welcome back to another episode. Let's get to the bottom of that. As promised, I do have three weirdos on the mic. Welcome back to mic number three, Susan, a.k.a. the Dice Woman. Yo, yo. She's been filling in. Of course, you know by now, Mike has left the show and left a void here, and Susan is trying to keep that void filled. I can't even. I appreciate it. I can't even. Also, we're missing another weirdo, which is Jason. He is in some undisclosed location. Again, he's looking for Sasquatch turds. He likes to (laughs) analyze those and make sure they're authentic. We appreciate you out there in the field. Today, however, we have um, a longtime listener and a friend of the show, Jacob. He is back on the show. Now, you remember Jacob's voice from when he did the Nephilim. That was a great episode. I appreciate it. J for J. It's a a clean trade, right? It is, really. (laughs) So, welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, filling in today, Jacob. I know you got a lot to bring, whatever we talk about, because you're one of the weirdos out there yes. that uh, just likes to talk about stuff. Yes. Uh, oh, by the way, the Nephilim is number two out of all time plays. It's right behind the Bohemian Grove. So that thing blew up. So I appreciate you coming on the show and tell, telling us about the Nephilim. And I appreciate the invite. It's, it's always fun to talk about Old Testament giants and the supernatural. <laughs> yeah, and why they're trying to destroy us. They're still around, man. Okay, uh, before we get into the show today, Loch Ness Monster, I got a couple of updates. Let's go over. Um, First, I wanted to mention real quick, if you haven't heard, uh, I recently uh, updated our website. Uh, If you go to our website, bottomofthat.com, below the creepy guy that's got his finger above his mouth that's telling you to be quiet, don't say those things, right below there, there's a blue button that says support the show. This is only for those people that want to support the show. If you don't want to support the show, then don't support the show. But if you do, this button's for you, okay? So when you click on that button, it's going to take you to another page, which is our podcast profile page from Spotify, and you'll be uh, alerted with a window. You can give 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or a grand total of nine ninety nine a month. Those are superstars right there. What about a million a month? Well, that, I'm ready for that. Who's got a million <laughs> to give a month? The Bill Gates, that's Rothschilds. right. Rothschilds. I doubt they want to listen to this show. <laughs> you don't know until you offer it. But yes. that's true. A million. If you want to do that, just hit me, DM me. Slide into my DM and I will hook you up. But on the page there, there's three options. 99 cents, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine a month. If you want to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We appreciate it. Okay, that out of the way. I've got some updates. There is a user, now in case you don't know this, on the Spotify mobile app, when you go listen to our our episodes, if you scroll down, 
there's a Q&A section which says, what did you think of this episode? And you just type whatever you want. Like, I'm tired of Byron's voice. It's very whiny, and I don't like it. You can put that in there. I don't care. I'm okay. Or there's also a poll. I put a poll out there every week. So somebody by the name of Russell C.M. Hmm. I don't... It's not me. Okay. It's not me. <laughs> Russell CM, that's the username that they put out here. On the Hollow Earth episode, there was a comment. I would just want to read some of these comments because Russell CM uh, actually uh, put forth the effort to go out and put some comments on these episodes. So, nice. Hollow Earth, he said, man, those people are crazy. <laughs> now, I don't know if he's talking about the three weirdos or the people that... Think there's a hollow earth. I, I'm not sure, Russell, but it's succinct. It leaves it open to interpretation. <laughs> I'll go with it. I'm crazy. So <laughs> I'll go with that. Uh, down the rabbit hole episode, which we just talk about random stuff, Russell CM said, I'm 58. Nothing surprises me. All this is just going to get worse as time goes on. Pray often, help all those you can, and don't stare into the abyss. Our country is fighting, our country is approaching fight or flight mode. Mm Okay. He ain't wrong. Good, good point. I like that. He's not. On the paranormal episode, Russell CM messaged and said, God's messengers and fallen angels are real. These people don't know what they're talking about. Hmm. Hmm. So Well, I'm gonna keep I'm my... sorry, Ed. I'm I'm sure. Well, maybe he's me. Or is he talking about me? No, no, he's not. Maybe he's talking about Ed and April McQueen. No, no offense to you, Ed and April. This is somebody's opinion. Mm-hmm. They uh, they said that you don't know what you're talking about. Well, maybe he said, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. But he said, God is in control of every spirit, dead or or alive. No tears in heaven means they don't interact with the living. I'm not sure what that means. That means... Is that no tears? No tears. Tears? Okay. It's tears. That means... I was like a tear in the dimension. There's no... When, when you're absent from... The body, body. you're present with the Lord? Absolutely. I think I've read that somewhere. And you ain't crying over who you left behind. Mm, True. Okay. Well, thank you for that uh, comment, Russell C.M. Also, he uh, or she, not sure who's out there that didn't leave a gender, uh, commented on the Nephilim episode, which you'll find dear to your heart because you were on that, Jacob. Very personal. Jared was, or Jared, his great-grandfather was Enoch. There is also an Enoch from Cain's line. Some say he's the author of the book of Enoch, which would make sense considering the amount of angel worship that's in it. Hmm. Mm. So now there's there's a lot of rumors as well that the Nephilim and, and that whole bloodline come through. The Nephilim came to the descendants of Cain to mm. make their covenant relationships, right? That so, would make sense. So that's also a little bit down that line as well. It's something that's been discussed. Yeah. So I appreciate those comments, Russell CM. Keep listening. Keep the comments coming. And uh, I have another update I want to um, I want to give. It's about the the flight MH370, the, the plane that disappeared. It's a Malaysian oh, yeah. airline flight 370. Um, here's something we didn't cover on the show, and I can't believe we missed this. Um Knowing how we research things on this on this show, um, we didn't look clearly at some of the people, the manifest of the mm. people that were on this flight. Mm. Um, so, let me tell you this. Uh, there were four Chinese members that held a semiconductor patent that could not be passed on to their family members. 
um, because this was a patent that had not been approved when the plane went missing. So when the plane took off, it still wasn't approved. So in this scenario, the other owners share equally in dividends from the deceased. Hmm. So if four of the five patentees die, then the patentee left alive gets 100% of the patent. Okay? So that remaining patent holder is the company Freescale Semiconductor. Who owns Freescale Semiconductor, you Please tell me. Please tell me. The answer is Jacob Rothschild. (laughs) Hmm. Well, that's fun. So Jacob Rothschild got a 100% patent because these four Chinese people went missing on this plane. That seems convenient. Wow. That's weird. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this patent. Um, Free Scale Semiconductor, that's the company, they've been developing microprocessors, sensors, and other technology for about 50 years. The technology it creates is commonly referred to as embedded processors, which according to the firm are, quote, standalone semiconductors that perform dedicated computing functions in electronic systems. Hmm. So there you go. Hmm. I didn't know this, but there were also 20 Freescale employees on that flight as well. Really? Now, these four are, are important because they own the patents, but there were actually 20 employees from this company owned by Jacob Rothschild. Wow. That's too... Uh, uh, is that too on the nose? It's right? so weird how what this stuff plays out. That is. It's so weird. Now, something else has happened in the news that I think is tied in with Mr. Rothschild. I think J- Jacob... What else he, has gone missing? Man. Jacob, have you... There's something else that's gone missing? So first off, obviously, tragedy, what's happened yes, with Ocean Gate. Absolutely. So, um, sincere condolences to the families who lost somebody because that's very real. Um, but surprise, surprise, guess who got put on the board of directors for Ocean Gate last year? A Rothschild. <laughs> huh. Crazy, Do we right? know which one? Oh, I was trying to find which one it was, uh, the name on it, but let me see if it's popped up yet. I'm not sure, but here's another one. So let's go all the way back to the Titanic, right? Let's go. Have you heard the theor- conspiracy theories that the Rothschilds were involved in the first sinking of the Titanic? Mm-hmm. I think I have. Okay. So did you know Stockton Rush's wife, her great-grandparents died on the Titanic? They were actually the old couple that was... Um, put into the movie that died in the bed holding each other. That oh, was yeah, yeah, that yeah. was based off of Rush's wife's great grandparents. Who is that? The CEO. He died. Stockton Rush was the one driving Ocean Gate. He was the one with the controller. What? His wife. Her great grandparents. Yes. Died on the on Titanic. the Titanic. Wow. Now now the guy that you're talking about is was he a normal operator? An employee of this company? No, he's the CEO. Stockton Rush is the CEO of Ocean Gate. He, he was one of them who still helped form it in 2009. And you're saying he went down there? He was with them. He passed. Why, why, was, why is he on this, doing this? He wanted to be the one to drive. He's gone down, I think it said, over 30 times. So he was the operator. He was the operator. Oh, wow. It was him. A, okay, A well-known British explorer, freaky. well-known French explorer, a Pakistani billionaire, and his son. Yeah. And it can go even crazier because there's already rumors coming up that it was it was a sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. I mean I that, that that the pact was made that the covenant could be made through blood or money, 
and that a covenant and a sacrifice was made and that basically they knew what they were doing when they went down there and there's no expectation to come back up. You mean all oh, of them? Oh, you mean those people? Yeah. They were actually saying, yes, I sacrificed my life. I don't know for- if they were involved, but but the knowing, not that they were knowingly going to die, but that's this possible, whole thing right? was doomed from the beginning. It, it's mm. got to be oh, possible. Mm. It's either they knew or they're just random billionaires that, I don't know, Rothschild? What? I mean, just has to... <laughs> Has to, you know, a sacrifice for whatever he's doing? Well, I think... in those dang Rothschilds, I was trying to find more about it, but it has to do with, you know, what they were talking about, like the pagan um, gods and goddesses. I guess, like, 2023 is the year of the Marine or something like that is is what they were talking about. Oh, really? So whatever year, whatever god you're worshiping that year, there has to be sacrifices made because, as we've talked about before, they get power through worship, through sacrifice, through blood. That's That's right. That's how these... That's why they drink blood all the time. Exactly, and that's why... the Bible, David kind of makes fun of him. He, he has that whole scripture verse where he talks about, you fill my cup to overflowing so I can eat my enemies. He's basically mocking them like, I'm immortal and I can feed my people. My people don't have to feed me mm. to keep me alive. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go make sacrifices, put food on my grave, pour wine on my headstone, all that jazz. Right. So it kind of flips that back on its head. Yeah, because yeah, because my God, he doesn't need those things. No, he's not you're doing your people. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. I'm I'm sitting here, I'm like, you are so uber wealthy. What more money do you need? What more power? You're world renowned. What more do you need? You know? I mean, it's well, just I like. Well, don't, I don't think it's. The, it, well, of course, it's profit control. That's that's the end game. But that end game is world domination. Mm-hmm. It's chess. Look, all of, all of it is, whether they think that they are involved in the ushering in the end times or not, they are. <laughs> so do you think they're vying? They are. Do you think they're vying for the Antichrist? You know, no, I'm going to be there. No, I no, I think there. they have no clue, but they are puppets used mm-hmm. to get that going. Yeah, well, and they're like, like well, what? That's superstitious. Let's go drink some blood. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like what we had talked about last time with that. I mean, think of it like a mob, right? Like, just because your shot caller's in jail, the mob doesn't mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. They still He's still get, on the shot. They still get messages from the inside, but now the goal is to break him out before he has to stay there. So, it, you know, in theory, you could go along the same route. Not that they're all vying for that spot, but they're all pushing for it, hoping to bust them out prior to. But that should be all part of the plan, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, now, didn't, didn't we see today that they found some wreckage near... The Titanic, they found a... A debris field. Yeah. A debris field, mm-hmm. which was, it was only, it wasn't the sub, it was like landing A landing gear? plate, part of the frame, and, and I forgot the other pieces. But they said at this point, it would be almost impossible to even find the bodies yeah. beyond that. Yeah, because it was 96 hours of air. Yeah. And that's that's been up, right? So they think mm-hmm. it exploded or something? Mm-hmm. They think it, it, like, it depressurized, imploded? yep. Which, you know, unfortunately, if that were to happen, they said it would be instantaneous. If there was one crack, one, one, yeah, anything, anything you're done in that the second it hit a certain level of depth, the pressure would crush it like it can. Right. And, and so that's I the now how they found theory. wreckage. Like, yeah. Why, why was it? Yeah. That's yeah. Something so they, they brought in a tool from, I think the French Navy that was able to actually go all the way like down a rover? to the ocean floor. And so they weren't able to do that till it got on site. And once it did, it went all the way down to the floor and that's where they were able to, Did they have that. cameras on that. I'm not sure. I that's amazing so. that. They've built something that can withstand that type of pressure. Right. When you hear about all the stuff with Ocean Gate, I mean, like Josh Gates, 
who does Expedition Unknown and a lot of that kind of stuff. He was one of the first ones to go down, and he said absolutely not. He was going to do an episode on it, a documentary. He was like, it's just, it's not safe. Like, I don't want me on there. I don't <laughs> no. want my crew on there. You know, one of their windows was pressurized to 1,300 feet depth, and they were going well beyond that. And its max capacity was 13. So they had another guy who was like, that's an obvious thing you need to fix, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you have lights from Camper World clipped onto the top, but you're what? a billionaire. Oh that's their God. internal lights. Oh he, he talked about it in an interviews. Like, I got these lights from Camper World. Just <laughs> magnetic. I would need, like, a MIT engineer to build something. <laughs> um, I, here's my question. I don't know anything about this sub, but is it not attached to some air hose? So it's dropped off, and the weights are putting it down, and then they... Now it's controllable, does it, so it has engines. Or? So I think it has like seven turbines. That okay, can, so there's it, a all turbine. It can do is go up and down. Oh, okay, so when they get down to the Titanic, which is their goal, mm-hmm. they can't move around it and go into cabins and circle around. They're just going down, looking at it, and then coming up. From my understanding, because even Rush in an interview said, in, in theory, think about it like an elevator. We're going up and down. That's all we're. And trying I heard to do. there was like a a an emergency release that something you could drop off drop the weights, weights or mm-hmm. something that would allow it to come back up mm-hmm. immediately and it was supposed to do that on its own like if there were any issues with cabin pressure this or anything, is, this it was is supposed just, to just come to the top i i've just got the the mis- disappearing mh370 i've got those vibes with this i get it's and then you have the rothschild connection what my dad gum what is it <laughs> I guarantee you those tours are done. Oh, my <laughs> I mean, Lord. Well, I was talking to my wife about this. Like, at this point, I mean, I understand the thrill of it. I, I, I love doing anything that gets my adrenaline going. I'm an adrenaline junkie. You guys know some of my past, whether synthetic or what. Like, I, I pursue a thrill. My wife is the same way. Jumped out of planes, done all kinds of crazy stuff. But I just don't. They've been down there so many times. Is it greed? Like, what are you going down there to? pick what are you going to look what are you going to find you know what's what's the point beyond because they also said you know they're going down to that level but they're viewing the titanic through cameras and on screens right yeah i heard why do you need to risk your life to be down there sitting next to it to look at a computer screen yeah you can watch it on youtube i heard there's only one porthole that you could look at and they had to share Mm -hmm. like hey get out of the way let me look at that and it's tiny and they had to their bathroom was a little just Get up here and watch the movie. Right. Okay. We know how it ends. <laughs> I mean, Rose, she made it. <laughs> and the and the diamond. Yeah, the diamond wasn't even real. Maybe they're still looking for that. Maybe it is. I mean, it's not like I you can know. jump out. If you see something, you can't, oh, I want to pick that up. You exactly. Can't, you know? what are you, you're supposed to even mark it? Yeah. Like, and I guess they had a previous one that went down for a trip and got caught in an ocean current and got blown into the Titanic and pinned between the Titanic and one of the propellers. And they were, and they interviewed one of the gentlemen who was on it, and he said they were legitimately stuck for an hour. Like, no what do we do? No. no idea. Like, just had to kind of wait till they got worked out of the current and were able to go up. Because no. they were releasing the pressure to pull them up. That so. kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Like, why do you not make, I, I just, man, if that's happened once, how do you get anyone to I'm sign away? I'm actually waiver? surprised, since you gave me the, uh, the connection to the Titanic, that it's even been found. Right. Well, think, you know of, think of the only people who have found it. Are yeah. all, all seem to somehow still be involved with it, yeah, right? Yeah, have a connection to it. Like, it's the same people. So, it makes me wonder, you know. When okay. you have a controlled site like that, 
it, there's got to be a reason for it, right? Yeah. And it's out in international waters, so they didn't have to follow Coast Guard uh, recommendations and everything. It's a submersive, not a submarine, so they were able to skate the rules on that. Oh, that's, gotcha. That's the big distinguishing factor between gotcha. the regulation and what they were able to I do. I didn't realize that. They are not filed as a submarine, which means they have a completely different standard of guidelines that they have to follow. So, one, they put it as a submersible instead of submarine. And then, two, they pulled it out into international waters. So, they had no direct oversight on who they were doing because it's, it's open water. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if you could do a submarine. And had a French... And had a French ship take them out there to do it, not American. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Well, there's the problem right there. Or, sorry, a Canadian. <laughs> yep, see, there's the yeah. problem. It's just weird. Like, why Canadians. do you work through all these other routes? And, you know, I don't know. I'm a natural I, I get, I, I'll guarantee you there's a reason. And that, that's, it's Those still, routes. It's still creepy to me that his wife's grandparents were like, mm-hmm. the they were listed to be the, like one of the richest these couples on the Titanic. They were known to be wealthy. Um <clears throat> Of course, they try to, you know, memorialize and, and, and not call it revisionist history, but they also said that it was true that um, her great-grandpa refused to get on the lifeboats until all the women and children were gone, and his wife saw him do that, and she said, well, I'm dying with you, and got out, and that's how they get the memorable moment in the movie of them on the bed together. Aww. But it, it's crazy to me, anytime you go back and look at some of these names that are tied to some of the worst things in history, and then it's you hear about it and they almost try to, to come across as a hero or in a different light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 yeah, they controlled. paint it different completely. Yeah. Crazy. Speaking of the water. Speaking of the water, <laughs> there's a, um, there's a little known, um, lake in the Scottish Highlands. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called the Loch Ness. That's what the lake's called. The lake's called Loch Ness? I think it is. I thought it was called Loch. It, it's, well, why is it Ness? I don't know. No, Ness. Loch is, is Scottish for lake. The Scottish? So it's Ness Lake. Oh. It's Ness Lake. Gotcha. Okay. So and the, the river Ness connects to it. Oh, good. See, we got somebody smart oh, on the show. God. Thank goodness <laughs> for you, Jacob. I'm a nerd. The Loch Ness Monster, affectionately known as Nessie, which um, if I was going to have a monster name, I wouldn't have picked Nessie, but whatever. It's cute. Uh, It's a creature in Scottish folklore that is said to inhabit the Loch Ness in the Scottish Islands. Now, it's often described as a large, long-necked, and one or more humps protruding from the water. Now, popular interest and belief in the creature has varied since it has been brought to worldwide attention since, or in 1933. Evidence of his of its existence is anecdotal with a number of disputed photographs and sonar readings. Now I did find out the, um, that famous picture, that black and white one that it's heads poking up that oh. has been hoaxed. Yeah. The gentleman who was involved on his deathbed came out and said, well, that's a great, it was right before way he died. to do it. So of course, right when you do gotcha. that, that creates so many other ones though. Like, wait, was he forced to retract this or, you know, it, it yeah. makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. He, he was a, a surgeon, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. he a doctor? He's a doctor. And so he admitted that it was a hoax. He admitted it was a hoax. Well, just that one the, photograph. The, yeah, There's been other f- sightings, mm-hmm. so and it's so, not a hoax. Like babe. all the sonar readings and all that stuff have all shown something, but it's been inconclusive to show if it's like a real monster or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's something. So what did he say it was? I mean, I'm just curious. They've heard different. So they think it's been everything from otters to giant, <laughs> giant eels. 
that have similar. I like otters. They're cute, right? Yeah, right. They're, adorable. they're just a hug each other. But apparently, they do a lot of barrel rolls just under the surface and roll like that as they're moving forward. So it creates that you know everyone says when they see Nessie, you see the water churning and it's oh, yeah. turning, and it's, you can see something moving and violent under there. And they said it could very well be a couple otters just spinning around. Well, what? But the, what's that thing? What did oh, you that, say that that was? picture was the hoax. That was yeah, but what? What, what so, was well, it? you mean what was it? It yeah. was probably his grandma. They were holding up a, a coat hanger. One of the old photos, funny enough. <laughs> It was a prop from an old Sherlock Holmes movie. See? That was floating. That makes sense. And one of them was sea uh, moss and peat that hardened up and got together and just, it was the shape of mm. that head, but it wasn't. Hmm. Well, the scientific community explains alleged sightings of the Loch Ness Monster as hoaxes, wishful thinking, and the misidentification of mundane objects, which Jacob just eloquently put. It's some kind of peat moss and a cardboard put together with <laughs> Sherlock spit. Holmes leftover. Uh, the pseudoscience and subculture of cryptozoology Thank has you. placed particular emphasis on the creature. That's and that's where I kind of start in my mind. Do you view this the crypto? As, yeah, is it a cryptid or is it a true creature like a leftover from a bygone area? Because that to me dictates its behavior, activity, and the sightings, right? Because if it's if it's a cryptid, then it would have the same supernatural possibilities as Sasquatch or something right. where, you where know, they're, they're only seen by those who can believe and when they want to be seen and when they want to interact. But other than that, you can't find a trace of them because they're a supernatural being it's a blurry stepping creature. into our world. It's a blurry <laughs> creature. Um, the modern legend, here's the modern legend. It is born when a sighting makes local news on May the 2nd, 1933. The newspaper Inverness Courier relates an account of a local couple who claimed to have seen a, quote, enormous animal rolling and plunging on the surface. So the story of the monster um, becomes a media phenomenon, with London newspapers sending correspondents to Scotland and a circus offering a 20,000-pound sterling reward for the capture of the beast. Now, after April 1933, sighting was reported in the newspaper on May 2nd. Interest steadily grew, especially after another couple, Claimed to have seen the animal on land. Oh, now we're getting in trouble. This thing's, this thing's moving out. It's Dino. Yeah, it's Dino, exactly. <laughs> Amateur investigators have for decades kept an almost constant vigil, and in the 1960s, several British universities launched sonar expeditions to the lake. Nothing conclusive was found, like Jacob mentioned, but in each expedition, the sonar operators detected some type of large moving underwater objects. Now, in 1975, another expedition combined sonar and underwater photography in Loch Ness. A photo resulted after enhancement appeared to show what vaguely resembled the giant flipper of an aquatic animal. Further sonar expeditions in the 1980s and 1990s resulted in more inconclusive readings, revelations in 1994 that the famous 1934 photo was a complete hoax has only slightly dampened the enthusiasm of tourists and investigators for the legendary beast of the Loch Ness. Now, I will go on record to say I've never been to Scotland. No. I've never been visited Loch Ness. Mm -mm. But I want to. Okay. I want to go to Scotland. Let's go. There's a lot of history there. It's beautiful. Especially with mm -hmm. the Bruce. Man. And freedom. You could, and the they, Scots? They have a lot of monoliths out there in Scotland and England as well. And a lot oh, really? more they're starting to find, yeah. 
yeah, there, there's quite a bit of, of ancient history in, within that area. Now, it's still open to interpretation as to how far back that goes and, and what. But, yeah, I, I think it'd be a phenomenal I love a good model circle. You know, <laughs> me too. You know what I'm saying? There's just an energy. Speaking of which, <laughs> summer solstice was last week. Did you guys yeah. see any of those pictures? Well, I thought it was yesterday. Well, I mean, when they celebrated out at... Uh, oh, my mind went blank. I didn't know there was a celebration. Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Oh man, it was a. Massive, Are you serious? It was a massive pagan druid party. Druid party. I've got to look that up. Surely look at there's the some video. Oh, there's. It's freaky, man. It's freaky. You talk about like some modern day cult, like just dancing and chanting, and some sitting on the sides doing yoga, like just trying to meditate. It was really weird, man. Like it sounds like a toned down version of the Burning Man. Yes. You know, have you I seen those? I think that'd those? be accurate. Those yeah. are crazy. Yeah, I think that'd be mm-hmm. accurate. It's weird, man. You got a lot of people in like red hooded figures, like covering their heads, and like oh it's, wow, it was interesting to look mm. at the pictures and stuff. <clears throat> okay, on I don't know why I wrote I don't know why this is here on August twenty second, fifteen sixty four. That doesn't even make sense. Maybe that's nineteen. I don't know. No, it's five sixty four. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five hundred eighty. Wow. Some historians say Columba, not to be confused with Columbo or Columbus. Right. <laughs> He was a Christian leader, which I think Columbus was a Christian. I don't know if Columbo was or not. Catholic, Did I'm he sure. ever say a prayer with somebody before he took him to jail? <laughs> no, I don't know. Not sure, but the the uh, what do you call that coat he wore? Um, what do you call those long coats? A flasher coat? No, <laughs> yes. What do you call those? They got a name. Trench coat. Thank yeah. you. The trench coat was amazing. I digress. Uh, he reported seeing the animal that would become known as a Loch Ness monster in Loch Ness, Scotland. Columba was an Irish priest and later a saint. Doing it all for Jesus. Yes. He was visiting Scotland and reportedly compelled the monster not to attack one of Columbus followers. In the name of yeah, Jesus. Have you, so have you he, heard he that? talked to him. Yeah, so he was trying to figure out, I've, I've read into this some, he was trying to figure out how to get across Ness River. Okay. And he saw a boat or something tied up on the other side that they could use, so he sent one of his disciples to go get it. When he sent his disciple into the water... He that was sounds trying familiar. to move quietly. <laughs> Nessie came for him, and he was able to hold up, create the uh, image of a cross, and force him back into Lake Ness, which is why he's now stuck there. The power wow. of Christ compelled him. The power him. of Christ. Yes. Wow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. Okay. So the Loch Ness monster is probably one of the most famous target of cryptozoology. The, and this is the study of animals whose existence has not been proven. Cryptozoology is not science. Cryptozoologists search for mythical creatures called cryptids, which I think probably Sasquatch is a yes. cryptid. Yeah, Thousands of cultures all over the world report cryptids. Now, so. Loch Ness Monster is not the only one. There's other lake cryptids, including Champ and Lake Champlain, United States. Mm-hmm. In Canada, there's a guy, there's a, a a mythical creature called Champ. And doesn't he look similar, according to like, yes. reporting? He's, got the, he's, he's got the whole long neck thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plesiosaurus yeah, and they always see the water Ples- move. Plesiosaurus, however. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also Issy, 
and Lake Aikida, Japan. And there's Lagarfluk worm. <laughs> this sounds like a pet, like a, a family <laughs> pet. We got Issy, Nessie, yeah. Champ. There's the Lagarfluk worm. That That's in Lagarfluk Lake, Iceland. That's how I see it. How do you say it, Susan? I don't know. But say I know it. Try right. it. No. Lagarflujut. <laughs> Lagarflujut. That's in Iceland, by the way. Another beautiful place I'd love to visit. Mm. Oh, yes. Looks beautiful. Iceland. What about Greenland? Oh, those are the flip-flop ones, right? Yeah. Greenland's yeah, Greenland's Iceland's 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 Yeah. Greenland. <laughs> Other cryptids includes chupacabras. Yes, let's go. Blood-sucking creatures that threaten livestock throughout Latin America. So I have been to Puerto Rico. All right. And, so and specifically some... was asking. Yeah, I asked a lot of people just for fun. because Where's the chupa? I was determined to come back with like a stuffed chupacabra or something. <laughs> like I wanted to find one. But I, I started a lot of random conversations with people. And almost everyone had a story that they had heard from, from their family members who had been on the island, I mean, for years. And, it, you know, if you go to Puerto Rico, they still have the rainforest down there. El Junque, which is my, I'll get, I'd rather live in the rainforest than go to the ocean. But oh, I bet, yeah. It is, I mean, it's a it's jungle still, so you could very easily have stuff living out there that, that no one knows. Right. And when we went out there, they said the largest native predator on the island is a mongoose, so there's nothing threatening or violent out there. Or is there? I don't know. Not even a panther? Mm-mm, not on the island. Wow. The mongoose? The only native Maybe he's carnivore. keeping things back. Maybe. Maybe well, the mongoose is a chupacabra. They're That's pretty what, vicious. Yeah, well, yeah, they keep things down. Mm-hmm. Right, hey, calm down. They'll kill a snake. Don't play games. No doubt. What was that guy's name? Ricky Ticky Tavy. Oh, yeah. He was a mongoose, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that guy? No. Okay. Too old. He's. <laughs> yeah, it was a car. Uh, it was a book, right? His name was Ricky yeah. Ticky Tavy. And he always got in a fight with cobras. Cobras tried to, you know, get him going. With the snake charmer thing, like a it, kid's story, it didn't work. Right, and the kid. I'm gonna have to look. I this think up. so. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got bunyips. What the? <clears throat> That's new to me. I, I wonder if they mean bunions. It's a bunyip. That's that. They lurk in Australia's swamps. Okay, we got ding. What dingo necks? That's a jungle walrus found in lakes and rivers in Central Africa. Africa. These are made up words. You hear dingo, jungle. dingo necks. What do you picture like a jungle walrus as in your head? I'm thinking like it has a. I'm picturing like, a walrus. I'm like thinking Rambo. a walrus like with the big teeth, but it has feet, like a like a hippopotamus. That's terrifying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's is... got the whiskers, and he's just walking around. What was? Could that? you imagine coming up on that? What was the movie? Wasn't it called Walrus? Where the dude. Oh, you talking about Brendan Fraser? He was fat. No, 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 no. The one with uh, the dude from Dodgeball, what where he I? gets captured by a guy, and that dude wants to eat him. He, he turns him into a walrus. What? It's a real movie. I'll have to wait a minute. What am I thinking of? The Brendan Fraser fat that's guy. That's the whale or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whale. Another. <laughs> oh the whale. Gosh. The walrus. How did I get those mixed up? Okay, it's called Tusk. Excuse me, it's called Tusk. Tusk. Is it a funny movie? Um, if you consider that <gasps> oh, funny, like the dude legitimately kidnaps him and turns him into a walrus. Okay, you. Okay, you're you're out there, bro. But that's how I picture a jungle walrus. Okay, yeah, that's I get that. It. that what is would it. you do if that ran at you oh. in a jungle? I'm, I'm pulling my knife. Which is obviously, you have a machete on I'm, you if you're in the jungle. I'm tripping whoever's next to me, I mean, and I'm running fast. <laughs> Sorry for you, Byron, but I'm going to trip you and run really fast. <laughs> yes, I know. I'll see you in the next line. You wouldn't yeah. even have to trip him. I'm sure. <laughs> if he's pulling his knife, I'm already gone. Yeah, my machete's out. Um, um, wow. 
Tusk. Tusk. Mm. You have to check that out. Wow. It's, it's considered. Okay, a horror, so I feel. I feel comedy. like. I feel like Jacob. So okay. So there was a a going joke here on the show. Mike loved bad horror movies. Okay. That he, that was his thing. Because mm-hmm. I would always quote movie. Re- Me and Jason usually on the same page. We'd I'd throw a movie reference out, and I would just get blank stares from Mike. <laughs> and James was like, yeah, yeah. And we're like, what do you never see? And we have a conversation about it. He's never seen that. And it finally came out. He's like, I like bad horror movies. So he lives on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Like so, Tire. So now, yeah, wow. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about? Is it Tire? That is, have you ever seen that? No. Okay, just watch the trailer. Don't watch the movie. Just watch the trailer. Tire? Yeah, it's this evil tire that goes around killing people. It's a tire. I'm like, <laughs> The trailer is so hilarious. It's like rolling down the road on its own. No way. And people are freaking out. I I don't know how they kill. I, I imagine at one point you see somebody's hand like Yeah, like in it, it. Like flopping around. Yeah. So, anyway, you that, just. Is that similar did to you the, pull the, it off? the Velocipaster? Has oh, he, no. Has he seen that one? Oh, no. Oh. Um, well, here's the deal. Uh, when you said that, when you said. That movie, Tusk, it reminded me of bad movies that Mike watched. Is that like a B-rated movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a 5 out of 10 star. Oh, wow. You can watch it for free on Roku. Roku. Okay, Tusk. I might or might not check that out. Let me Since know. you've seen it, maybe I'll just get the cliff notes. Okay, okay. Obviously, some dude gets turned into a dude with Tusk. He gets turned into a living walrus. And does he have to walk around? He's like crazy? He's like, yeah, the dude, he's like his pet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So people see him. It's not like he's hiding well, it. No, he's hiding him in his house. He's like oh, okay, but he does pet. He's just keeping him alive. Oh, gotcha. Okay. A, a living. It's basically I created experiment. something and I feel good it's about Frankenstein. it. It's Frankenstein. Okay, it's a modern gotcha. Frankenstein. Right? It makes sense to me. Oh. Okay. Um, so that was uh, yeah, Dingo Necks in 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 in, in uh huh Central Africa, and of course Bigfoot, who stalks the old growth forest of the Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest. We love some Sasquatch around here. We do. Um, so those cryptozoologists are really big. Those, most of the people that you see out on the lake with sonars, those are cryptozoologists Mm -hmm. that are trying to find something. Now, here's something interesting. This is fresh. 17th June, 2023. Oh, wow. Yes. Let's go. Okay. There was a tourist visiting Loch Ness. Claims he spotted a mysterious 60 foot, I don't know how you get. I don't know how you'd measure that just from seeing it. And I'm just yeah. saying I'm, I'm not that good. But 65-foot-long shape moving through the water, sparkling rumors of Nessie in the water. Okay? His name is Etienne Cam- Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that Camel or Camille? That's the name. Etienne. Etienne, good Etienne, one. Camille. Etienne Camille was visiting the famous lake with his wife, Elaine. Thank you for marrying somebody with a, with a kind of a normal <laughs> a, a name normal there, dude. Name. Uh, when he spotted an odd shape while he was taking pictures. Now, he said, quote, I'm a man of science, so I never believed that the Loch Ness Monster is like a prehistoric animal. But when I saw, but when I was taking a picture, I saw this long, long shadow. I called my wife over, and we saw the shadow move. I thought mm-hmm. maybe it was a cloud, or maybe there was like another boat, but there was nothing near the reefs. So, I went ahead and got these... Uh, Here's the picture. Someone can blow that up. Wait. I'll blow it up for you. 
And I'm glad he pointed out and said, there okay, were no here's clouds the picture. Because my first thought is seeing that. I'm like, it's a cloud. Mm-hmm. It's a shadow of a cloud. So there's the picture that he got on his phone. Okay, there's that. And then this is the close up. Hmm. So. Which looks that's like some swirling water. Something like is something moving. Look at that white cap right yeah. there. By the way, uh, listeners at home, I will put these pictures in our show notes. We're looking at a picture of, of and I'll put the uh, I'll put the website or the article where I got this from, so you can look it up. But it does look like moving water is swirling right here. There's it's a white algae. cap, huh? I said it's the algae, or it could be a, a sub uh, submarine. That's. Who knows? Mm. When you know the deal with cryptids is, is the, the, the coming and going, right? Is, I know there's been a lot of rumors and thoughts that there are potentially underwater caves and caverns that can lead from Hollow Lake Earth. Ness out to the ocean and to allow them to go up north. Because I don't know if you heard on like Sasquatch, the reason you don't find bodies is because there's, you know, the theory that they take their dead up to Antarctica and bury them. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is why you'll never find bones, because it's part of the sacred rite and rituals. They go up there, which is why you hear a lot of the stuff about what's really up in Antarctica. That sounds like an intelligent creature. Right, right. But, I mean, if that's the same thought with the Loch Ness, what if they have access? What if there are underground tunnels to where they can just leave the lake and go take care of their young, you know, sleep here but live out there type stuff? Yeah, I wonder how... Deep. Deep. It's at least 800 and something feet. Did you look at it? Mm -hmm. Would you look at that? But that's just, I mean, I, I, you, you can't, there has to be caves. There has to be. There has to be. Under there that sure. go further than that. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's caves on this whole planet. Right. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. They're still finding underground cities in like Turkey and stuff like that. So I, it, it would not be hard to believe that there's some sort of different terrain down there, right? Right. I mean, if I'm from Oklahoma, we go catfish and we, we find the holes in the water, reach into it to go noodle in and wait for it to bite oh, us. Wow, you've done yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Nice. And the, and it takes your arm? No, yeah, you, they, pull it yeah, out. you literally right. put your Does arm it? in their mouth. They go to, like, they'll bite up to your forearm, elbow, sometimes deeper, and they do have teeth, so it doesn't feel the best, but the adrenaline, you don't. But you pull it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, wow. You, you pull it out, you basically, with your hand inside, stuck it in a gill, like, stick your hand yeah. out. And just rip it out, out, and then you pick it up like this. When's the last time you've done that? Um, it's been about 10, 15 years. Oh, okay. I've been up here for seven years. So. Do y'all fry the, you have a good catfish fry? I love good catfish. Yeah, okay. Lord, me too. Wow. Love catfish. That's exciting. Speaking of which, did you know there's native catfish in Lake Ness that can grow up to nine feet long? No. And there's thoughts that that specific breed of catfish could be what people are seeing as well. Well, if they're that big, surely they're going to move the water mm-hmm. around under it. And catfish are violent, man. Could be a Pokemon. Yes, Reminds go. me of Lapras. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, yeah. All the pictures look like Lapras. Yeah. Maybe that is where they got it from. Uh, the best evidence for Nessie is a sonar contact taken by Ronald McKenzie. He operates a boat called the Spirit of Loch Ness, appropriately named. Uh, about three years ago, he got a crystal clear sonar contact about 600 feet down. It was there. It The, the contact wasn't there an hour before he did the the sonar, and then an hour later, it was it was not there. So it was a solid object about the size of a transit van. Mm-hmm. So well, he it, he knows it was something there that moved because it wasn't there, and then it and it was there, and then it wasn't there again. So something's there. Yeah, I believe it is. <laughs> I, I can get behind. I'm a very skeptical person, right. so I'm not one of the three weirdos for real on the mic because <laughs> I'm very skeptical. You're not about everything like everything and so but i could i i think i could get behind the Loch Ness monster because 
I mean, there's so many different. Like I you think said, it's just left over. There's so many different things that are here on this planet that we mm-hmm. have not even seen. Well, think about like Dr. Michael Heiser, rest in peace. Um, the, for those who don't know, he talks a lot on Nephilim and teaches and explains Old Testament, New Testament stuff. Passed away a couple months ago of cancer, um, but he's the one who really got me started into this kind of stuff. I read his book, The Unseen Realm, but he makes a statement. He says, if just one story is right, it busts the whole paradigm. And you think about how many different stories there are. And yeah. he's not saying just one about Loch Ness. If one, right. if just <clears> one <throat> is true, it opens the door to everything else. You, you can no longer say, and he said at this point in life and what I've seen and experienced, it'd be hard pressed for me to tell you that not one of these is real. Mm. You know, I mean, that's just, it's crazy, but it's so true. If just one of these is real. It shakes everything. It opens Pandora's box. Right. right. Just because somebody wants a name and and does a hoax, because I was reading that I think the very first guy that um, said he found footprints of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, really? Yeah. He used a either um, an umbrella stand or it was an ashtray. Oh, he was making a, the... Right, a hippopotamus. Leg. Oh, gotcha. It was like a. So was, he was hoaxing it. Right. It was like a. It was like an elephant. I mean, it was like a hippopotamus leg and mm-hmm. was made into an umbrella stand, and so he used that to make footprints, and so that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's some awesome okay. furniture. Well, be, well, because yeah. Byron, if I ever see one, I'm going to buy you a dude. Giant, please. I'm going to buy you a hippo foot. Leg. Yeah, to put up here in the I'd studio. I'd love a chair. That would be awesome. You know what I'm saying. So, so this guy did that. Sitting inside a hippo. And said that it had legs. Right. Because people have said that it, they oh, yeah, like it on it's, the ground. Oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not right. just in the water, that it's also been on the ground. Like, they've seen it run across in front of them in their vehicle. Yeah, they, yeah okay. Um, well, this guy, that they did prove that he did a hoax years down the road. And I can't remember all the guy's names, but I was reading about it. Um, they all got together. It was like over a span of 60 years. Oh, they, wow. they, they kept doing little hoax. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. But just because that was a hoax mm. doesn't mean, doesn't it, mean it can't be real. That's, right. That's just an entrepreneur, but that's yeah. funny though. Over 60 years. Mm-hmm. What was this passed down to, to his sons? Um, well, it was other people. It was not oh. like relatives. Well, I'd keep it in the family, have, though. They, would, they wouldn't have believed it. If they said, go get the hippo leg. Yeah. We get, I think our tracks are uh, kind of Break washed out. out. The hippo leg. Sightings are down. Yeah, sightings are down. <laughs> Let's go. The water has risen, so our last footprints are gone. But, I mean, on that same instance, and I know I said the joke about the entrepreneur, but yeah. human nature, like, this drives tourism in the area. It is not good business for exactly. them to let this not be looked into Mm -hmm. right yeah absolutely because you have really good incentive to make stuff up which does not discount any kind of fact any factual story right yeah yeah i mean you just because i'll guarantee if i visit guy i'd be going there to to visit loch ness yes yeah i'm doing every tour you can that's my goal yeah i'm hoping there's a boat i can go on and hit some sonar how about divers why haven't divers went down and tried to look for it have they? Mm-hmm. That's I mean, a good question. Have. I don't know. They probably have. It's not going to run up to them. You said it was about 800, but the, the sonar hit was about 600 feet down. So you're saying it was even deeper than that. Yeah. This lake. Yeah. Well, they uh, said it's the what? The second largest lake in in Scotland or, or all of Great Britain up there. I'm not sure which one, but it's it's massive. It is massive. 56 square miles or something like that. Yeah, no wonder we have No wonder they haven't found them. That's huge. I would like to think there's more than just one. It's probably a family. Yeah, at least. 
Oh, I wouldn't know. That's so sweet. Yeah. I mean, you know, 1965, there was nine eyewitnesses. They observed Nessie moving around for about an hour. Now, 2021, fresh. We've had six sightings and another 10 on the Loch Ness webcam. Ooh. Oh. Well, well, here you go on that size. So, of all of Scotland's locks, which gonna, are lakes. I'm going to look that webcam up while you're doing that. Loch Ness is the largest lake in Scotland by volume. It contains more water, 7,452 million cubic meters, than all English and Welsh lakes put together. Dang. That's a big lake. And this is from Nature Scott, um, Scotland's natural or Scotland's nature agency website. So, I'm not Wikipedia in that. That's just it's straight from, from Scotland's own. Scotland. If I tried an accent, I'd be embarrassed. Scotland. That's all I can do is Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> William Wallace. That's all I got. We might not win. We can still fight for freedom. Uh, I'm not wearing panties. Some, somebody said something about it being, you know, the elephant, like an elephant trunk. I'm like, if there's an elephant in Scotland, okay, well, that's a, that's a fluke, too. Surely right. An elephant in the lake. What are you doing here? Right. Where, did you jump the circus or something? That's funny. I'm pulling up. I went to uh, visit InvernessLochNess.com. And, of course, I don't know if it's my internet or theirs, but there's webcams overlooking the lake. Ooh. That you could just look at 24 hours. Wait, what's that? You know people I'm do just, that, for real. Look at that. Oh, something's down. I would hate to be watching this and see something I wasn't supposed to see. Like some senator getting a bribe. Right. Like what oh, are you doing that. on there cam? Is it dark there right now? I guess so. What it's time is it it's oh, it's 1:57 in the morning. Now's when you'd see him then, I would think. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't That's know buffering. That. I didn't need That's smart tourism right there. Dude, I, I Look at that. Something's flying. Oh, that's dust. Never I, mind. I, I watch live cams. I'm I'm not going to What lie. was that last one you were watching? Um, was it an? It was animals, right? Yeah. I watch eagles' nests yeah. live cams. Oh yeah, the during, eagles' during, nest. Like yeah, during mm-hmm. migration season and everything. It's I, just, I have sat and watched those. Yeah, it's so me peaceful. Too. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are a nerd. Right. <laughs> a little bit. I'm a nerd. You but are a weirdo. Nerd. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I do so we too. got pinewood. Oh, let me go back. I, I'm sure. It, it sounds like somebody has like. Oh, here we go. Look at that. That view. That's on YouTube. So, that's there's, beautiful. There's Boy, that's live. More, more than 1,000 confirmed sightings of Nessie. Uh, for some reason, the uh, this is supposed to be live, but... So what does that mean, confirmed? Uh, that means uh, they confirmed it. How does one confirm? That make an oh, official, an official, I don't know, maybe an official Well, like so, sonar is yeah. confirmed. Okay. Oh, there it is. I imagine it's like that. There he is right there. That's what it's. It's Dino. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're right it's back at like, that. Is that a sea worm? He's like snail. He got snail a, horns on him. It's a sea worm. Well, I mean, what if it is giant eels or a giant? Yeah, yeah you don't know. So are, are there eels mm-hmm. in freshwater? Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, freshwater eels, and they're massive. They get up to like nine, ten feet long, and they've done DNA tests within Loch Ness, and that's what predominantly shows up is eel DNA all over. Oh, wow. And that's why they've said, you know, potentially, you know, you Large could just eels. be seeing an eel. That's kind of yeah. terrifying. There's eels in the... Uh, do we have eels in lakes here? I hope not. I know we have otters here. Yeah, I like otters. otters yeah, otters are cool. are cool. But not eels. There's got to be an otter cam. Oh, there is. Is it? Absolutely. And penguin cam- cams. Oh, here you go. What do you got? 
Kansas angler discovers rare eel on the end of his line in the, no. in the Kansas River. But are they terrifying? Is that the ones with the sharp teeth and you look like they're going to bite your head off? No, like one, on uh, Little Mermaid? Yes, those. <laughs> what is she, her poopsies? What is she? Something. <laughs> yeah. Those look terrifying. Yeah. Are that, is that what eels look like oh. in real life? Oh, that's terrifying. That's a monster. Dude, that is like a thick That snake. is, look, if that's swimming around in Loch Ness... I could easily see that's going under the water. You see some long snake looking thing. It's dark. Nine yeah. foot. It's going to look yeah. like a shadow. Oh, no. All right, I'm trying some more cams. I'm not going there. I, I'm, I'll stay on the... That's my Monster thing. Cam. These live streams are weird. Look, are they, you can be an adrenaline junkie all you to, want. I, I want my feet on the ground. I'm yeah, you were talking about that. out of a perfectly good airplane. Yeah, why are we going under the water 500 feet out in space... If my ears are popping, I'm go- I've gone too deep in my Right. Opinion. If I need something like, that out. gives yeah. me some type of artificial environment outside of what I'm in, well, that's yeah. something. No. Right. No, that means God didn't design me to be there. I mean, I, I right. can see scuba diving. That, I can't even see that. I could see that, but not. Because you don't breathe. You're having to artificially get air and breathe. You're not a fish. Yeah. So just stop. But if as long as you're not. I'm not. Deep I mean, what are you doing? Are you trying to? Is it rickets? rickets? Is that what it is? That's a disease, oh. like scurvy. No, rickets is air embolism, right? No, that's the, rickets is like joint issues, isn't it? Like, <laughs> wait, you're talking about Down syndrome. Oh, wait, no. the bends. The bends. Why yeah. did I say Down? <laughs> wow, I went way off. Wait a minute, you're talking about the bends when you come up to? Oh yeah, rickets is vitamin R- D. Rickets. <laughs> Hey, wait, I did have rickets. I got rickets some from the mountains. Okay, the bends. Yeah, the bends. Yeah, that's if, when you come up too fast. Right. If if that's going to happen, then I'm too deep. I don't need to be that right. deep. So you want to just snorkel. Snorkel's good. Snorkel. You're I'm right on snorkeling. the... I'm okay, snorkeling. Okay, so... I'm with you, man. I'm not a water person. Or, I don't... Or space. Space would be fun, though. No, dude. Would it? You're, it's the same dude, as water. Dude, one small mistake and it's over. One crack and you're, you're done. You're done. Yeah. But you're halfway to heaven. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you got a head start. Aren't we all halfway there? I mean, just sounds like a story. trying to get through this life. Right. Oh, living on a prayer. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sightings. Uh, there was one in January 2021, August, and March the 23rd. So what do you, what do you think is that's the, appeal, all the appeal of Nessie and like cryptids and... Oh, the appeal is—is is it the unknown? That's Absolutely. that's the appeal is something's there. It's mysterious. It's aloof. I can't. It's not like uh, there's a a Yorkshire Terrier. Everybody's seen that. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Okay, I see you walking your dog and you're picking up his poop. Who cares? N- Nessie, I'm not walking around with Nessie mm-hmm. or Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. That's the appeal. Mm. And somebody wants to prove that there's another. There's another realm or another creature that nobody can explain. Which fits along the lines of what they're kind of talking about with the desensitizing of the people. And, you know, right. all this UFO and alien stuff isn't just by happenstance. The timing is right, I don't according think, yeah. to some theorists, because they're trying to get... They've been working on it with movies for the last 20, 30 years, getting more violent, scarier, more demonic, showing more, pressing the boundaries more and more and more. And the thought is that they're slowly desensitizing the public, which seems that way. Nobody cares how they interact with other people anymore to the point where when these aliens do show up or demons or whatever it might be, we won't freak out. We will, we will want to coexist and cooperate with them, which is exactly what they want. 
So then they can move amongst the people without being in hiding because we were no longer freaked out by it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. That's terrifying. <clears throat> yeah. Th so they're they're kind of like, ah, I always knew it. Right. Come, well, come on in. So I knew. That I knew, I knew you were here. Lake, then? Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? Like when it all goes down, all of them say, "Hey guys, <laughs> been hiding from real for years." Sasquatch comes out. He actually speaks Spanish. Well, I saw chupacabras come out. That would be awesome. Eating ham sandwiches. I saw a meme recently, and yeah. it was like the a circus owner, and he was talking to like this big, huge, fat lady, this chick with a beard. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, and um, something else. They were like, "You're out of a job," and they're, they're like, "Yeah, you're really not that interesting anymore." You know, basically, that's the truth. Think about back in the '50s when people went to the circus to see a woman with a beard. It was like. Oh my gosh, you know, or the dude with the hair that's all yeah. over his body. You know, that was freaky and people were like wanting to see it. And yeah, now, now you see it down in Casey's. Yeah. Now now it's like not a big deal. Here's a fun fact I didn't know. Oh. The water in Loch Ness is pitch black. Due to the glorious liquid sunshine, which Scotland is so well known for, the rain carries peat from surrounding hills down into the water. These wee peaty particles mean that the visibility underwater is poor within the darkest of depths. It's pitch black, which what? would be excellent conditions for a monster. So no, no yeah, so there's no divers. The Loch Ness, the Loch never freezes. It's murky, but it has a year-round temperature of around 40-ish degrees. So it never gets too hot, never gets too cold. Huh. Perfect so conditions. perfect conditions. Yeah. I wonder why it doesn't freeze. That's weird. Right? It's super. I mean, it's up north, you would think. Yeah. Wait, what kind of temps they get in Scotland? Cold? They, do, they don't get... They get sub temperatures. No, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I thought. I'm like sub. Well, I mean sub. Well, freezing. Yeah. I mean, we got lakes here that freeze over. Then here you go. Yeah. Just just to fit into the underwater caverns, Loch Ness sits on a great fault line. Ah. Oh. See, see, see. You just solved it. It's one of four locks in Great Glen, an epic valley carved by glaciers during the last ice age. Underneath the valley is the Great Glen Fault, which was formed sometime 430 or 390 million years ago. A fault. See, I think, yeah, they're always where they're at. When they come up and people visit them, They, it's not like they live in Loch Ness. Nessie doesn't live. Just, I'm swimming around. No, I'm from wherever. Mm -hmm. Underwater cavern. I come out, and I'm going to go mess with some people. Hmm. I mean, if it's pitch black down there and they can move freely within those waters, whereas yeah. you couldn't anywhere else, then, yeah, you would think that'd be a natural, perfect natural habitat. It's weird. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah. Pete, Pete causing all kinds of problems. So, uh, yeah, you keep mentioning Pete. <laughs> Pete Moss. Wait, what? Isn't, um, isn't there a dragon named Pete? Pete the dragon, yeah. Loch Ness the is magic, his best friend. Pete like, the magic dragon. Or is it, no, it's Puff, excuse it's me. Puff. <laughs> well, there's a Pete, Pete too, right? Yeah. Pete, know. Puff, and Nessie. Pete, Puff. They should do, it, they should do a show. This sounds like guy. a rap game. Pete might be the guy that... Or a law firm. Pete is Puff's friend. Pete's dragon. Pete's dragon, but oh, I don't yeah, know if that's yeah. Puff's, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puff the man... I oh, <laughs> forgot the song. Loch Ness is deeper than the Great Pyramid of Giza is tall. Are you serious? That's pretty cool. Yeah, 226 meters at its deepest point. The Great Pyramid is 146 meters high. Wow. Jason's always said weird things happen in the desert. So, I mean, Just, man... I, I had talked to my old pastor before and, and had this conversation, you know, about the supernatural and all this kind of stuff. And he was said, he was like, people would be shocked if they just got out of their constant 
environment of the United States and went out somewhere. <clears throat> yeah. It was like, I've been out in tribes in Africa and in places that I can't explain the types of things I've seen because there's less distractions. The evil has to be more prevalent to turn you. Oh, so he said that opportunity alone creates a lot more involvement with the supernatural and the weird and the mysterious out in those areas. So not that the weird stuff happens in the desert, but there's like a, a reason for it, right? There's less distractions, you know, and that's even like you go to scripture with, with like the wilderness terminology and all of that. That's where you see a lot of those temptations and yeah. scary, dark, negative things happen when you're out removed and you're in a more intimate setting with nature and, and where you can potentially see here feel a lot more of that stuff that you wouldn't sit on your couch. Well, I've also right. heard that like in Africa and places like that, people have seen demons like literally walking around. Like manifested, like real. Yeah, because here in the United States, there is a church every, I mean, like in our neighborhood, there's three churches. They're not all Christian, mm -hmm. probably churches, but still there's churches on every, and there are people are, that are praying mm -hmm. everywhere in the United States. You know, even though they want you to believe that Christians are dwindling or whatever. And I'm sure they are to a certain extent, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of praying people, mm -hmm. especially when they get in trouble, they start right. praying. <laughs> right. But you know, there you don't have a church on every corner and they're free to do whatever, you know, here they can't. Yeah. And they're held think back. A lot so of, it's kind of the hold the line. A lot, right. of, a lot of the cultures and, and religious practices of those days are the same ones that they were back in the ancient times, they haven't grown and developed into sort of a westernized modern religion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think those, yeah, I mean, you hear about the stories in like Haiti from voodoo and that kind of stuff where those old religions that, you know, are still similar to those practiced in the Bible are still practiced. And that stuff is real. And scripture says, mm -hmm. it doesn't say it's fake, leave it alone. It'll distract you. It says it's real. Don't mess with it. Like yeah. leave it alone. Yeah. Like flat out, leave it alone. You know? And I, I think there's a lot of truth to that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of it freaks uh, this side of the world kind of freaks out over it because they're not used to it. And they've kind of, I guess, desensitized or kind of dumbed themselves down to think that those things are passed away and that kind of stuff doesn't really happen. Or that it's just sci-fi or scary yeah. movie. Mm -hmm. But I think it's coming back around to it. Yeah. I mean, that's what we talked about earlier with, you know, the, the timing of the UFO and alien phenomena and everything that's going on. As weird as it sounds, it's not going to surprise me if three or four years they finally produce a body or show something that's supposed to be an alien or open it up to the point that, hey, we're not alone now. Right. Nobody's going to believe it, though. They're going to believe that it's something government made. Or AI. You know? Well, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you say that, but the guy, the guy that just came forth with all the documentation to Congress about there is partial and full spacecraft that he, is, he has seen over the decades. Then you see the... the Las Vegas family encounter in the backyard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The video of that with that mm -hmm. like three eyed thing with like almost look like praying mantis right. arms. Mm -hmm. I that still looked, haven't found that, that video. That looked like a straight demon. Dude, that was one of I the still most haven't found that thing. And they even said like it doesn't look like AI because like that he does like a back roll. The way yeah. is yeah, like the it, way like he was it, shifting like, his weight like he, when yeah, he moved like his leg. Sends a wave up his back and it, it, it made me shiver. It looks like a shiver. I'm like, that's yeah. Freaky. Did you find that video we were talking about? No, I haven't found the full one. Just that I, one little five-second clip. Second clip. I'm like, is yeah. that supposed to be from the backyard? That's what, from my understanding, it is. It's cameras that they had set up back there because he was back hiding behind a dumpster in the backyard. I don't know if he was injured, supposed I to be I got to do what. some more research on that one. It'll come out. I'm what? Sure. The guy in the Stuff. suit? Stuff will come out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, guys, that's Nessie. Uh, Loch Ness Monster. 
Give us your comments, your thoughts uh, in the the show notes or the Q&A portion on the Spotify app. Let us know if you've seen Nessie or if you've ridden on its back or something like that. Jacob, I appreciate you filling in. Yes, sir. Thank you, It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Susan. Uh, Make sure you visit our website, bottomofthat.com. Check out our blog for all of our show notes and resource material. From there, you'll find us on all the social media that you could think of. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're listening on YouTube, Rumble, and BitChute, and you like this episode, please share, subscribe, leave a comment. And if you're listening on any other podcasting platform, please follow and turn on notifications so you never miss when we publish an episode. If you did not like this episode, I thank you for listening this long. And tune in next week when you might hear Jacob say, Huh? (laughs) Huh?